Hey there, who wants to be more blessed? I do. This is the Something to Bless podcast. And on this show, we are going to talk all things faith, mindset, and behaviors. If I'm speaking your language, stick around. If we want to be more blessed, we got to give God something to work with. And I'm going to help you to do just that. Let's get into it. Hey everybody, welcome back. It's Barbara Gian at barbaragian.com. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I just sent my baby boy off to youth camp. It's his first time. And I was telling my husband that he and our middle child, Mia, they're actually all the kids, all three are very easy natured. Uh, but the first one, sweet little Gabby, was not so easy going as a child. And I was telling him that my son was not crazy about going to this camp, but he just, he didn't fuss at all. Like he didn't put up a fight or complain or any of that. He just went along and hopefully our little pep talks kind of helped him to have a better attitude about just staying open. You never know who you're going to meet or connect with and what experience you will have. So I'm thinking he's going to have a really good time, so I'm excited for him. All right, before we jump in, a couple of things. First, the show is brought to you by the Today I Am Grateful Gratitude Journal. This is a 90-day journal. It's perfect for practicing your daily gratitude muscle and just really taking five minutes every day to stop and pause and think about what you're grateful for, what you're grateful for that's coming. It has a spot for affirmations, quotes, prompts. It's everything you need. And it also makes such a great gift if you have a team or a group that you uh, are in charge of. This is a really thoughtful gift to give. You can find the link for that in the show notes and it's on Amazon. The next thing is that I've been putting out um, the details for our boot camp, which starts September 1st. And this is going to be amazing. It's going to be a really good way for those of you who have not had coaching before, or even if you have, it's a great kind of refresher and new community to be a part of. So it'll be 30 days. It'll be packed with stuff, although it's not for anybody to feel overwhelmed by. It's just stuff that you will have access to for life. And there's no excuses We want you in. We're going to work on mindset, knocking down limiting beliefs, building confidence, really getting clear on your goals and purpose and knocking that out together as a group. So the link is in the show notes. It's called Total Reset Bootcamp. You can also go to my website, barbaragian.com and find the link, Total Reset Bootcamp. Read more about it and join. Sign up don't wait. You will not regret this. And I actually guarantee everybody a micro transformation because we all know transformations take time, right? So within a 30 day time frame, you will have a transformation, but we're going to call it a micro transformation. Although I really believe that is going to automatically become something much greater. All right, enough about that. So if you guys haven't heard of Tony Robbins, which I'm sure you all have, he talks about something called the six human needs. And he goes over these things that every single human 
has uh, an innate or natural need or desire for. So we're going to get into that. There are six of them. And then at the end, I'll recap for anybody who missed or forgot or needs um, just a recap. And I just thought it was really important to go over these things because we're all wired naturally to have these needs be fulfilled, be met, so that we can live a purposeful and meaningful life. All right, let's jump in. So the first one is certainty, human need number one. So when we say that we believe something, we're saying that we're certain of it. For example, you may be certain that you're smart. Or on the other side, you may be certain that you never reach your weight loss goals. It's a belief that you have. And what supports these certainties are facts, or at least what we believe to be facts. So let's say that your belief system tells you that you are fine. You have certainty that you look good because external feedback has given you a lot of this evidence. You may have gotten dozens of compliments or attention from others, which society interprets as beauty because beautiful people usually attract, right? Or maybe you just look in the mirror and you claim it and nobody can convince you otherwise. You are fine. Facts. And the more facts that we have to support our beliefs, the more certainty that we, we hold on to that belief with. Once we believe something really solidly, that dictates our actions, our personality, how we carry ourselves and live our life, how we're showing up. But we also need certainties just in our daily life with our basic needs. So think about it this way. This morning, you likely woke up, got dressed, made your way to work. Pretty basic things, routines. You had certainty that as of this morning, you still had a job. You had certainty that your building or your desk was still there. There's an, there's an element of predictability to your day. You know what to expect. Or you order food at a restaurant with certainty that no one's going to try to poison you. You can eat that food safely and enjoy it. You have a need to feel secure. We all have this need and we take comfort in these routines and consistency. So when we have certainty, we have security and we all appreciate that, that feeling. All right. Human need number two is the opposite. It's actually uncertainty or variety. So we'll talk about that. So on the other side of of certainty, we do have a need for uncertainty. Now, most people don't like uncertainty when it comes to the basics of life, like food, clothing, shelter, water, these things. We need to know that we have those because we need those to survive and that gives us security. But when it comes to the other areas of our life, there's room for spontaneity, for being spontaneous. So there was a study done by Duke University that showed that people who experience um, experiences with unpredictability experienced greater satisfaction with work and life. For example, it's exciting when you do something for the first time or two because it's, it's brand new. But you don't always know the outcome when you start a new project or try something for the first time. And that's part of the excitement. If you feel like your days or routines are always the same, then it's time to do something about that. And I think that this is what really keeps my life exciting. I am 
always on to something new and different. I try different networking groups, coffee shops, I switch up my walking spots, even my driving routes. So I have three, depending on where I'm going, but usually it's in the same direction. I will take either the coast, the freeway, or the back back roads, more east. But the idea or goal of all of this is to keep things interesting and stay adaptable so that even when things are unpleasant or unexpected, we just find the positive in it and we grow from it. We learn to adapt. So it's it would not be fun or enjoyable to live a life of unpredictability, but we definitely need certain things to be unpredictable and have some variety because it just would be so boring otherwise. This actually reminded me of a brief time during lockdown COVID when we were just all stuck in our homes. And there was, I think it was a week or two where I literally felt like, I think it's called, uh, what's that movie? Groundhog Day? Well, anyways, it was literally, I couldn't believe, I'm. we can all relate. We were all going through this at the same time. It's like, I was in a funk, slight depression for a couple of weeks, just out of the boredom and monotony of every single day being and feeling the exact same as it, it was a terrible experience. But again, for all of us, not just me. All right, let's move on to human need number three, significance. We all want to live a meaningful life, a life that matters, it has purpose. But we are the only ones who can determine what makes something significant, important, or unique. And everyone has different ideas for what this means, but you have to decide for yourself what this looks like for you. So what do you value most? What are your core beliefs? For me, it's loving others. And that came really easy to me. I, I, I strive to just care well for my kids, my husband, my friends, family, people in general, just to care and show love. Those are my core values. And when I'm gone, if people just say that they felt loved and cared for by me, that's everything. And I really hope someone thinks I'm funny too, because the good Lord knows I've been trying out here. But what is it for you? It's just something to think about. All right, so now we're going to talk for just a minute about a special group, not you guys, but just so we're covering all of our bases here. Sometimes there are people who find their significance in being the one in the room with the biggest problems. They have learned, even if they're not aware of it, to identify themselves with the victim mentality to the point where it's almost a competition, like on who has the greatest sorrows in their life. I hear stories and I and I have been around people, you know, someone's sharing their woes or pains or whatever. And another person who's in victim mentality will be like, Oh, yeah, let me tell you about mine or you know, they'll, it's a competition. So while this kind of mindset and behavior can be temporarily satisfying, because you're getting a little more attention or sympathy, when you constantly stay in this mode, you're feeding right into your belief system, which we talked about in the first human need number one of certainty. When you constantly tell yourself something, you're, you're 
making that belief sink deeper and deeper into your mind and your body and you're just you're believing it you're being convinced and becoming certain of who you are and so that's how you continue to show up you continue to show up in a way where you expect less of yourself and you continue on in this wheel of negativity and it gets old really fast okay next one is human need number four connection love connection slash love so you know what the interesting thing is about this is that the need for love is at the core of every decision we make through every single day and it doesn't matter if it's romantic love family love or even self-love we feed ourselves make friends spend time with family we go to work every day, cook, clean, on and on, because we're either showing love to ourselves or others by providing and presenting with different forms of care. And the thing is, we are all born to love and be loved. This is, God put this in all of us. So even the cold-blooded people out there, actually, that's probably why they're cold-blooded, because they didn't get the love that they should have. And this also reminds me of one of the things I find to be so cruel, even though these people are criminals or, you know, allegedly, is isolation in our prisons, in our, in our uh, institutions. I think that is just so cruel. And I can only imagine how awful it must be to spend an extended amount of time in isolation because again, we're all wired to have connection. Another thing to think about is the relationships that we stay in sometimes just because of our need for that connection or probably more likely the fear of not having it. But I think the question to ask in these situations is how that connection is truly serving you and to sit with that. And the last thing I want to say about the need for connection is that more of us really need to get connected with others. There's serious power when we get into community around whatever it is and join with others who can relate or understand where we are. We need to be with our people. We need to support and be supported, spark more joy and excitement through new friends, new connections, and encourage growth among each other. This is why you'll see churches and gyms, physical trainers, coaches like myself, sports, all these different place people and places encourage groups because that's where the magic happens. So even for you introverts out there who think you're you're good going it alone, doing it alone, whatever, it's really not. And you really are missing out on so much by keeping to yourself or your same little circles or same old circles. It is time to bust a move and get connected. Let's move on to number five, which is growth. Okay, listen to this. The self-help market is worth nearly, ready for it, $10 billion. So we're talking books, podcasts, seminars. People really want to better themselves and they spend a lot of money doing so. So I am in the right industry. Okay, let's start with something that we can all relate to. If our relationship is not growing or evolving, one side will eventually get tired and possibly, probably leave. 
either emotionally or physically, they will check out. Same with our jobs. If we're not seeing the option for growth and promotion, we probably won't stay too long. And I think that one also works both ways with the company not seeing growth and development in their employees. I don't think they'll keep those people around for too long either. But growth in general within ourselves is huge. We need to evolve as we age. We need to continue exploring and learning and growing. You can have countless friends, a great paying job and hobbies for days. But if you're not experiencing growth in at least one area of your life, then you're going to have a void and you're going to fill it. It's going to get louder and louder. Unfortunately, and I have seen this more and more, is that so many people have been programmed to believe that they're incapable of growth. There's a lot of limited beliefs at play. Things like, I can't afford to go to school or take that course. I'm stuck at this job or in this relationship until the kids are older. I'm too busy for fill in the blank. I'm not good at that, etc. We internalize all these beliefs and then we choose not to grow because we think that we're incapable of doing so. But really, we are choosing not to grow. And so you stay stuck. And here's the thing, inaction doesn't solve the feeling of not being satisfied in our life. So just because you're choosing not to take action does not mean you're getting rid of that, that desire for growth because it's natural. You're born with it. I'm born with it. It's, it's in us. So what do people do? They turn to temporary feelings of comfort and pleasure like drugs and alcohol and overeating and just really overall bad, unhealthy habits. And not only that, but you walk around feeling frustrated and angry at others and yourself for your own lack of growth. So definitely something to think about and to figure out how you can continue growing just within yourself, meeting your needs. And we're at the last one, guys, human need number six, which is contribution. So of course, we have to meet and we should meet all of our own needs. But ultimately, we find the most purpose when we give to others. And we've all heard this before, it's better to give than to receive. And science actually has proven that to be true. So there's a study that was done by Harvard University that found that spending money on others tended to have lasting beneficial effects on the levels of our happiness. And the research goes on and on with a lot of detail. But the point is, that our brains are not wired to be on selfish mode all the time. At some point, even if we're, let's say we're earning a lot of money and we're filling all of our needs, we're doing the things that make us happy and maybe we're involving or including our friends and family in this. So it's not entirely selfish, but if we just enjoy, 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 receive, 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 eventually that gets old. There's just something greater than ourselves that we eventually feel the desire to give to. And I personally think that we're naturally selfish. At least I know I can be. And one of my daily prayers is that God just helps me to make myself smaller and smaller and increase him and then the needs of others and allow that to be my focus every single day. 
And you know what's special about this is that you don't need money or special status or anything else to make somebody else's life better. You can do this with the simplest of acts. You might even just say the right words to somebody. You can offer a smile or a hug that means more than you'll ever realize. We were just talking about this. My husband is like, he tells everybody he loves them these days and he's sober. You know how those drunk people, I love you, man. He's like, he's like sober and genuinely telling everybody he loves them. And we were talking about how, you know, unfortunately, a lot of people never hear that. And we were talking about our own dads. My dad is no longer here, but he, he never, well, I won't say never because I'm sure he did. It just wasn't enough times for me to remember, but he, they have the hardest time saying, I love you. They, they don't say it. They, they, it wasn't my dad's habit and it's not my father-in-law's habit. My husband tells his dad all the time he loves him and he knows his dad loves him back. But for some reason, his dad doesn't express that with words. So just saying those words to somebody can have a huge impact. And when we show up and we serve others, it's a domino effect. And that's what we really want. We, we want this world to be a better place by the little things that we continually show up and do. Okay, that covers the last one. Okay, so the six needs I said I would recap or go over them are certainty, uncertainty or variety, significance, love slash connection, growth and contribution. And I want to end with this quote by Ralph Waldo Emerson. It says, treat yourself as you are and you will remain as you are. Treat yourself as you could be and you will become what you should be. Because yeah, we have so much potential, unlimited potential even. And it's up to each of us to figure out in each of these areas what we're going to do to really fulfill that so we can have meaningful, purposeful lives. We all can. All right. That is it for today. I will see you guys here again next week. Until then, be a blessing and be blessed.